Welcome to Crispy Coated Robot Listens to an in-depth exploration into music's pinnacle recordings of the past. For this episode, Jim and George will discuss Supertramp's 1979 landmark album, Breakfast in America. Hey, it's Jim. And it's George. And we're the Crispy Coated Robots listening to our favorite albums. Listening to our favorite albums. And and we're kind of kind of do it like a, a wine testing where, you know, they hold up the glass and they talk about, you know, the flavor and the opacity and all of that kind of stuff, glass by glass. We're going to go track by track with this album and talk about great moments, things that we like, things maybe you didn't know about with this album. Jim, what is the album today? The album today is We're Going to Have Some Breakfast. Breakfast in America, the album by Supertramp. My favorite place to eat breakfast is in America. <laughs> I often have breakfast in America. It came out in uh, 1979, recorded in 78, and had so many hit singles on it. Uh, and we're just going to start and dive in right now with the first track. All right. That first track actually is called Gone to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, but let's just do it. it, just, it oh, you just want to jump in? Uh, well, it, it's got this great intro that that comes in, and uh, it sounds like the piano is fading in from like a mile away. So I'll tell you Rick what, Davies is just amazing. Introduce the song, real cool, like, and I'll fade the piano underneath you coming in, uh, like this. Yeah, it sounds cool. Gone to Hollywood. Nice. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> the staff of Crispy Coated Robots and Circus Joe Productions deeply and sincerely regret that hosts Jim and George are too cheap and financially insolvent to fork over the necessary funds for the music licensing for this episode. Should you decide, as we have, that their lack of commitment to this cause has put a proverbial burr under your saddle, and you want to hear the tunes discussed, please visit the hyperlinks provided in the episode notes. We apologize for this neglect, and wanton travesty of a presentation. But seriously what did you expect? Now on with the show. All right, there's Gone Hollywood, the opening track from Breakfast in America, where the Crispy Coat Robots talking about one of our favorite albums, 1979's Breakfast in America by Supertramp. It's great stuff. And, um, you know, Supertramp, they had two vocalists primarily, Rick Davies, uh-huh. uh, you know, that we just kind heard. Kind of lower vocalist. It's kind of the gruff vocalist, yeah. I would say. And then Roger Hodgson, which uh, it's kind of like Geddy Lee of Rush, those high pitched vocals just way way up there but both of them are so distinct especially hodson's uh, voice yeah on on the songs you knew it was a super tramp song right and this album uh it's really kind of the high watermark for super tramp uh earlier tracks on other albums like dreamer and give a little bit and everything just showed that they could write radio friendly pop songs and you're gonna we're on for a ride today because this album is so good. So many catchy hooks and sublime melodies. So moving along, we're going to talk about the a logical radio, song. A radio-friendly uh, pop song. <laughs> a, a, one of the radio-friendliest. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, Jim, uh, with the logical song, if I could only pick one song to introduce somebody to Super Tramp to, it, it would be this one. Yeah. So it's based on, uh, you know, Roger Hudson uh, said that he went to boarding school for 10 years and emerged from that experience with all these questions like, what is life about and everything? And I just love the use of the Wurlitzer electric piano that, that we're going to hear. 
And um, I got ask you something about this song, but well, mm-hmm. I'll t- tell you what. Let's let's listen to it because okay. there's a sound that happens during the instrumental of this song, and I need to ask you exactly if it's what I think it is. Is it the football game, the digital <laughs> y- football yes, game? Yes, from uh, Mattel. That is, yeah, the Mattel football game, the handheld. Yes, because I had that, the, the, it, the digital. It became really popular at the time. I finally got my first one, I think, in '78, and then I hear this on the radio. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not playing the game in the car. It has the amazing Mattel. Yeah, it is, so good gra- or bad? Do you like that having that in there? Uh, uh, well, it's very nostalgic for me because yeah. I hear it and I had that handheld. So the the football game, there were no graphics. It was little lights, little blips. That's right on a screen, and uh, you then would you be got- tackled by other little blips, <laughs> and you would hear the little <laughs> dee, 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 and that's the sound that they have. Uh, here so yeah okay so it's high lo- point of the album for jim yeah. i like the saxophone uh but jim is gonna go <laughs> the, for the-, the handheld mattel electronic <laughs> game so here's the logical song this is like the this was the first single i think off the album yeah. it was a big hit uh, from super tramp right here please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes if you're into that kind of thing we now return to jim and george all uh, right did you hear it yeah well you know john Hellwell's the the saxophone bits on this it's just oh incredible you know that that instrument i mean you have saxophone players in different songs but this is such a part of their sonic identity to me uh his horn work and, and they have a dvd i think it's called live in paris that i saw and it's from this time period and they were amazing on stage recapturing this entire thing this is definitely a band that had uh that really uh, respected their music and played it well. Yeah, this song um, actually won best song, uh, both musically and lyrically, in the British Academy of Composers and Songwriters in, in 1980. Uh, the Novella Award, I think, or Ivor Novella Award, I think is what they call it. Yeah, it's a songwriter so, award. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the next song is Goodbye Stranger, which also was a top 20 hit in the U.S. and Canada. It reached number 15 in the U.S. and number 6 in Canada. And this is a Rick Davies song. Yeah, and, uh, you know, originally they were going to call the album Hello Stranger. Okay. So I wonder, since they didn't call it that, if this was an attempt to to get back uh, at that. But Goodbye Stranger, you know, it's a good song when you're waiting for a specific moment to occur. And for me, it's when the guitar kicks in after the chorus. It just kind of, the drums kind of hover there a minute and everything. And then that, you know, after the Goodbye Mary, Goodbye Jane. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. About t- it it kind of fleshes those two vocals together because uh, you, you have Davies at the beginning, early morning yesterday, that whole kind of gruff voice. Yeah. And then you have the whole falsetto at the end. Uh, uh, you're in for a treat, folks. Goodbye, goodbye stranger. stranger. Oh, we said it together. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. So there it is. Uh, what a that, great ending. That's that, I always like that ending too. Uh it just it's like it sets the runway on fire. It's so good. <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> All right. So now we move on to the, the title track, Breakfast in America. This song has kind of got that kind of vaudeville kind of uh bum 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 bum. Uh it's got a Benny Goodman flavored clarinet solo, but it all yeah. works, you know. A lot of weird instruments, weird for a pop song. I mean, you've got the piano, guitar, bass, and drum, but then you've got a harmonium, which is kind of like a pump organ. Like you said, the clarinet, there's tuba, there's trombone, there's calliope, um, orchestra cymbals, so the big crash cymbals. Mm -hmm. And it kind of goes into that 
harmonic minor mode, um, kind of a, a Fregarian dominant, kind of Jewish sounding bit, uh, which I really love in the little umpa section. So let's check it out. Yes, Breakfast in America. It's time once again to pause in order to check out the music. Here's Jim and George once again. All right, there's the title track to Breakfast in America. That's the album we're talking about here on Crispy Coded Robots Listen To. Uh, and it's kind of crazy, the actual writing of that song. Uh, apparently, they say that uh, Davies, uh, Rick Davies hated the song. Uh, but apparently, uh, telling... Uh, no, he said that Roger Hodson took credit for it right. yeah, and hated the song. But apparently, he gave him credit for using the line, you know, that, the classic line, what she got, not a lot. He gave him credit for saying not a lot. Almost like a Lennon McCartney, <laughs> uh, you know, on the getting better thing. You know, couldn't get much worse. And he, and he did not have a girlfriend at the time. I mean, he really didn't. Uh, which, if he had, he probably wouldn't have had it when this <laughs> album... I wouldn't have had somebody when this album came out. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, uh, that's and of course breakfast in america i you know it wasn't like a huge hit played on the radio but it seemed like a lot of classic rock stations played it at the time and uh really kind of uh you know grown in popularity since yeah yeah uh, i like it next song oh darling and when i first saw it when i first was like getting into this album i thought it was a cover of the beatles song yeah from abbey road <laughs> yeah <laughs> very different but it's not <laughs> it is not please press pause now Welcome back. Here's more from Jim and George. There is Oh Darling. Yeah. Uh, Jim, in case our listeners are unaware, you and I are both songwriters and musicians. Yeah. You you primarily write on guitar and I uh, on piano, jazz piano. In the 90s, I had a keyboard that had all these preset organ strings and uh, grand piano sounds and honky-tonk piano, all these great uh, little sound patches, if you will. There was one called Super Tramp Keys, <laughs> and it, it emulated the sounds of Oh Darling, and that's oh, how, wow. how distinctive their uh, keyboard sound was from 10 years before. Yeah. yeah. So, so wow. So, yeah, it is very distinctive. You're listening to the Crispy Coated Robots talking about this morning, uh, no, talking about uh, one of our favorite albums, Breakfast in America. Yeah, so we're at the halfway point. We're five songs in. Five to go, so an even split. In the old days, you would uh, flip the record over to the uh, second side. Something, you know, about interacting with the recording in that way that I kind of miss. But, yeah. Uh, um, before we get to the second side, uh, the album cover. <laughs> oh, a yeah. Very uh, recognizable album cover. You have the classic American waitress, uh, Libby. <laughs> that was, was Libby. It was Lib- Libby. Okay. If you look at the name tag, it's Libby the waitress, which is an abbreviation of the Statue of Liberty Uh because she's in that pose. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right, because it's got the whole uh, whatever kind of drink that is. looks like orange juice. Orange juice, yeah. yeah. So, um, and the back of the album. I forgot the back of the album. Can you, was it one of these things where there's a... It's a uh, picture of the band uh, back there. But the uh, album cover won, uh, in 1980, a Grammy Award for Best Recording Package. Oh, really? Because she's standing... The whole thing is, it's like you're looking out the window of a plane. yeah. Which references the Jumbo to America. Yeah. So Jumbo Jet, and and she's there, and Manhattan is made up of, like, the ashtray and the cornflake box and pepper shakers okay. and coffee mugs. So they're yeah. all painted white, but it's to look like you're circling about to land at JFK or LaGuardia, and Libby, the waitress, uh, is there smiling at you, welcoming you, holding the tray, 
and uh, and the orange juice. And I see too the the, the uh, World Trade Towers appear as a stack of boxes. Yeah, so yeah. Um, because this was 1979, mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah, yeah. The cereal boxes uh, represent the World Trade Center. And, and on that very that, clever artwork. And that package too, defeating albums by Talking Heads, who always you know, did great art album packages, yes. and yeah. Led Zeppelin. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, Breakfast in America is what we're talking about, and we move on to side two, George, and it begins with a hit. Okay, this is one of my favorites. Uh, Take the long way home, mm-hmm. and Jim, I know you play harmonica as, yes. as well as guitar and it's other classic. instruments. Listen, it is the greatest melancholy harmonica intro of all time, hands down, <laughs> to introduce a song. It is so mournful, and. Uh, it was written uh, shortly before Supertramp went into the studio to record the album. Uh, it was kind of a last-minute surprise that they they wedged in there. So, yeah, it's, it's a treat. It, it is it is classic. And then the, even the the lush arrangements when it goes into that whole other part, you hear uh, it just takes on a whole uh, mm. life of its own. So here's "Take the Long Way Home." You know the drill by now. Pause here. Listen to the track and come back. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. Oh, man, just another great sax bit by uh, John Hellowell. Yeah, and uh, here are the Crispy Coda Robots talk about uh, our favorite albums. George, you really made a good choice here with Breakfast in America. Well, thank you. Yeah. Wait until we have dinner in France. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That line, your wife thinks you're part of the furniture, it gets me every time. Yeah, that is a great line. Uh, You know, the uh, Greyhound Bus, uh, the busing company, they offered them Five million to use this song on uh, bus commercials, and they said no. And they said no. Wow. Which I'm kind of like, good that for was, you guys. Uh, Twenty years later, everybody, when all the rock people were jumping on commercials, that definitely would have been Greyhound. Take the long way home. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they would have actually included the bus line's name yeah, in the song. Yeah. They'd gone back and take the Greyhound home. Take the Greyhound home. <laughs> all right. Next, we move on to the next track on side two, which is "Lord Is Mine." Lord, it is. Lord, Lord is it mine? Is it mine? Well, yeah, boy, boy, I almost messed that one up. I did mess it up, but I. Anyway, I go forgive ahead, George. You, Jim. <laughs> Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes if you're into that kind of thing. We now return to Jim and George. All right, there it is. Lord, uh, you know, is ha- it mine? Lord, is it mine? Yes, and Hodgson's voice on that sounds so delicate and explode, uh, exposed. Just like it could break into a million pieces at any moment. And then then they, oh, that chorus, by the time they get there, he's in the stratosphere. They really knew how to arrange a song. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, and I think they really kind of, uh, it's probably the best thing. I mean, they have really good songs, but if you don't arrange them well, you'll build to their, their, you know, their peak. Uh, would you would you consider them prog rock or what, what what kind of box would you put Supertramp in? Well, I mean, honestly, barring Dark Side of the Moon from Pink Floyd, uh, they consider this um, their opus. Uh, you know, arguably the most popular art rock album of all time. So it's it's art rock is the official classification. Okay, and we move on to just another nervous wreck, which you know describes uh, George and I's life. Uh, in reality, but uh, so what did you? This is another Davies song, huh? Yeah, yep. It clocks in four twenty-two. So uh, it's amazing how compact these songs are. Uh, a lot what, going on, and what they can deliver emotionally and sonically in in such a short amount of time. So here it is, just another nervous wreck. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes. 
Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. All right, Crispy Coder Robots talking about one of our favorite albums, and this is Breakfast in America with Super Tramp, and that was just another nervous wreck, George. Yeah. And we're following <laughs> that with uh, casual conversations. Casual conversations. Uh, another, another, um, what Baby we do song. on our show, kind of, you know, could be a theme song for the Crispy Cutter Robots. Ca- casual arguments, <laughs> debates. <laughs> well, here's casual conversations. It's time once again to pause in order to check out the music. Here's Jim and George once again. All right. Casual conversations from Supertramp, mm. another Davies comment. Solid stuff. Yeah, and, you know, we're already to the end of the album. Any uh, last notes on the casual conversations song, George? Uh, no, I just want to get to Child of Vision. That's, that's the next that's song. The one. That's it, the seven-minute opus. Yeah, and um, you know, Roger Hodgson said that this song was written to be the equivalent of the album opener, Gone to Hollywood. So it kind of bookends, and you'll you'll hear that in in a moment. So uh, just you want to uh, jump in and talk about it afterwards? Uh, let's just listen. Okay, Child <laughs> of Vision here from Breakfast in America, Super Tramp. This should be the last time that you have to pause this, I promise. And now, here are some final thoughts from Jim and George regarding this episode's selection. Okay, we are back and we finished we did up it. Breakfast we did it, Jim. in America. Yeah. The great album by Supertramp 1979 uh, spawned at least four singles that are still played on the radio today on classic oh, yeah. radio stations. Yeah, very, very frequently. And not only does this album have one of the greatest opener and closers in pop music history, Gone to Hollywood, and what we just heard, uh, Child of Vision, but every song on this record could have been a successful single. I mean, we yeah, we know the four, yeah. but there's so many. You know, they sold uh, 20 million copies worldwide, and uh, like you said, Logical Song, Goodbye Stranger, Take the Long Way Home. and Maybe if it was released a little bit later, like in the whole beginning of MTV period where they released videos yeah. for these things and kind of stretched out an album, maybe there would have been a few more singles on it. But, it, you know, obviously released in 79 and uh, def- definitely left an imprint on me. This kind of defines Supertramp. I did like some of the later work. Sadly, they parted with Roger Hudson. And, yeah. you know, he's got some good stuff by himself. They got a couple good songs from uh, Super Tramp without him. Uh, but this is them together and at their best. This was at their, their apex. I agree with you. This is just Super Tramp through and through. Well, we appreciate you listening. Hope you enjoyed the album as much as we did. That is Breakfast in America Super Tramp, our uh, you know Crispy Coated Robots kind of recap. This is what we do. We listen to your favorite albums, and uh, we, uh, t- we talk about them, and hopefully you enjoy that. And, of course, we have our own podcast, George. Yeah, uh, CrispyCodedRobots.com, uh, where each week, uh, every Tuesday, we uh, broadcast, for lack of a better term, uh, top five lists. And, um, you know, you can certainly check us out there. A little different format, but always fun. You know, just be kind to each other. Uh Uh-huh. Be safe. Okay. And find a way to invest yourself in somebody's life. And join us again when Crispy Coated Robots talk about your favorite albums. This program has been a meaningless amalgamation of Crispy Coated Robots under the direction of Circus Joe Productions. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. Copies of this broadcast transcript are not available because you should have been paying more attention to the show while it was playing. You only have yourself to blame for that. Email Jim and George at CrispyCoatedRobots at gmail.com to inform them of what they got wrong and all the parts that you liked in the event that such a thing like that occurred. And finally, be sure to check out Crispy Coated Robots on their free weekly podcast available every Tuesday at CrispyCoatedRobots.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. The future is counting on it.